welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. Every week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world with their work. They're doing their dharma, they've uncovered their purpose, and they've created the most amazing lives. Now, what I do is I interview them to show how they transitioned into the work that they are doing on the planet today. This will empower and inspire you to do the same. Everybody has a dharma, everybody has a purpose. By listening to our interviews, you will tune into yours and you will create the life of your dreams. Now, if you're having a little problem with that and you don't quite know where to start, then please come and join our Do Your Dharma community. We're launching the course again in March. It's an eight-week online course. Such a beautiful community of people who are doing that course. And the course takes you through. It understands and shows you and demystifies the subject of Dharma for you. Because when you understand the Dharmic principles, you can use those in your life, basically to keep yourself at the top of the emotional vibrational scale to show you how to create the life of your dreams. There's some really simple formulas and success tips that I teach within the course and you get to uncover your purpose, you get to create a vision for your life and you have a community of people standing by your side to help that come to fruition. So if you haven't already, come and join my Facebook group on Facebook or come and follow me at Kitty Talks on Instagram or apply at doyourdharma.co.uk if you're interested in doing the course. See you on the other side. I just interviewed Robin Euclid and you're going to hear her incredible story how she ignored what her mother said about what she should do with her life and basically listened and followed her intuition she had a real kind of lightning bolt moment which you're going to hear on the podcast where she literally knew that she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing she also had another thunderbolt of intuition when she found out what she should be doing on the planet So this podcast will give you huge inspiration and give you the signs that you need to look out for to know that you're on the right path. So hello and welcome to Kitty Talks. We share inspirational life stories that empower you to create yours. And today I have with me a wonderful woman. We've already had a good giggle before coming on air. Robin Euclid, hopefully I said that correctly. (laughs) She is a certified health coach, expert in holistic digestive system. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. She's also the author of two books, Go With Your Gut, which I think is just so up my street. What a fantastic book title. And apparently in the UK, the book is called Reset Your Gut, but I like the American version, which is Thin From Within. So Robin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with you and, um, you know, hang out with my friends in the UK. Absolutely. And we are and beyond excited. and beyond around the world. Yep. Yeah, we do have mm-hmm. a global audience. So yes, this will be going 65 countries. We uh, have an audience. Congrats. Very cool. Yes. Well, lots of people are in this conversation. You know, we're all about uncovering and discovering what got you into this in the first place. So before we go down that rabbit hole, just tell the audience who you are and what you're doing in the world at the moment, if that's okay. 
Yeah, no, I love very clear. Like, who is this girl? So I live in New York City in Los Angeles with my husband and my daughter, who's almost three. And uh, straightforward, I am a certified health coach. So I went to school for nutrition, got my accreditation, and that was nearly a decade ago. And I've been coaching and teaching and cooking classes and workshops and lecturing and doing tons of online courses um, for the past 10 years or so now. So my mission is really about connecting women with their gut, um, with their intuition, the physical part and the emotional part and that deeper work um, that's connected to all of this whole conversation we're about to have. Mm, beautiful. And I can just see you come alive when you talk about what you do, which is just fantastic because that's that's what we're here for. That's to do the things that we love. <laughs> yeah, I feel very lucky. And, you know, in no way does that exempt me from the hard work and, you know, um, long days and all the moving pieces I'm always thinking about and things that wake me up at night. But yes, the, at, at my heart and in my soul and in my gut, um, I feel very, <laughs> very fortunate to get to do this. Like I, I recognize that the work that I do and this work feels it's a privilege that I get to, you know, run my own ship and decide when, where, what, and lead from a place of passion. Mm. And that's actually, you know, this, what this podcast is all about, Robin. It's about empowering and inspiring our listeners to step into their greatness and do the things that they're truly passionate about too. So I know that already they are going to be getting some great wisdom from you today. Um, but can you take me back? We had a little chat before we came on air and you said, well, it was a good job. I did not listen to my mother. Otherwise, I would not be doing this. So can you just explain this <laughs> comment for me? Yes, we had a bit of a giggle about that, you know, because there's so many people can be in our lives, even and typically it's, it can even just be ourselves that keep us from, you know, doing what we're what we feel we could be doing in our hearts, and and certainly not in a direct way. Did my mom say that? But you know, my mom was always very concerned with me having a job that paid the bills and that I could support mm. myself, and very what did my resume look like? And even though I'd always been an artist and a creative at heart. Um, I didn't really allow for any space for that to be a professional career. That was something I got to do on the side and as a hobby. And on paper, my resume, you would never know that I was working full-time as an actress as well. So this is back in the day. So growing up, um, I was loved acting and loved performing. And again, you know, when it was time for me to go to college, my dad was like, I'm not sending you to university for that. You've been doing that since you were a kid. And so I thought I was going to be an international criminal court lawyer and went down that path. And then when I graduated, it's actually really interesting. I was um, walking to meet some friends at Serendipity, this famous like hot chocolate, frozen hot chocolate place in New York City. I think it's still there. And I was overwhelmed with the feeling of I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing with my life. Wow. And it literally um, oh, it took me out. I had a full-blown panic attack. Yeah, I had a full-blown panic attack. I never had one in my life, and it was so bad, I couldn't even walk. It had me in a doorway, like literally crouching down, waiting for it to, to be over. And I was like, what just happened? And what came through, finally, I was very lucky at the time. I was dating a guy who was an actor, and I was able to talk to him that about the fact that I wasn't in a profession that where I was expressing myself. And I'd been pushing down my desire to perform and to share um, and to be on stage. And so I allowed myself to finally follow that path which clearly none of this has to do with food, but the, the sort of um, parallel storyline here is that I've always had a deep love of food and I always in turn struggled with my body and my weight as well. And so passion for acting in one trajectory, the other kind of 
line there of, of you, you'll never be thin enough kind of story, which is interesting, the two running side by side. Mm. And so eventually I found my way to Los Angeles and I was working more as an actress and still my day jobs were always kind of like, what could I put on the resume? So I worked in nonprofit world and I did a lot of event planning and documentary film festival planning. And I'm um, still again, this so a lot of things going on. Um, and eventually where this all came together was double life. Yeah. Where it all came together was that I was working another job. I think it was at a nonprofit and I started dating a new guy and who's since become my husband. And I started going to the farmer's markets and getting really into the natural food world and what that looked like and how I could feed myself beyond trying to restrict and diet and be as skinny as I could be and really follow again, another passion for the markets and like what was there and what was, you know, greens, things that I'd never seen before. And of course in Los Angeles, it's all like avocados and every kind of lemon and the produce is just so beautiful. And so I started cooking more, uh, for he and for myself and him and myself, um, and really loving that. And so one day I sent him to work with this sandwich on like fresh sourdough and this farm egg and the avocado and this arugula. Mm. And I was telling my friend about it. And she's like, you're so obsessed with food. Um, and you're such a great natural teacher. Uh, you should check out this nutrition school. Wow. And typically I'm very indecisive. I'm a Libra and, um, I got, I got the brochure and within a week, I literally within a week, decided this is what I was doing, uh, figured out how to pay the tuition in full. I took a loan from one of my sisters um, so that I could get a discount and told my boyfriend of like, I don't know, it was like we were dating for like two months. We're moving back to New York City. We're living in LA and we're moving to New York City because I'm going to go to the school program and I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm going to do with my life now. And how, so you know, and here we are nearly a decade later. And what's interesting is I am definitely a natural Sorry, but I was just gonna say because that's really yeah. interesting. Like for people listening, how did you know? Like, like how were you so certain? Because you changed the whole trajectory of your life from a conversation with a friend, and then you found like I, I think for me listening, I'm like because I've had similar experiences, but I just want you to explain that to our audience. Like, how did you know that that's what you were supposed to be doing? Yeah, you know it's so funny. You said a conversation. It wasn't even a conversation. It was a G chat. It was like a, a little, like a little sentence. Oh, you should check out this school. And I remember like typing her this whole thing about the sandwich. So even it could even just be something so small as that. Um, and I have a very, very clear answer for you on this one, and that's my gut. Mm. My intuition told me this was it. This was uh, kind of like the moment when I saw. Um, my now husband, like I remember feeling this heat come up through my body when I saw him for the first time. And it was the same thing. I got the brochure in my hand, which is why it's still paper. Some paper I think is still a really good thing. Cause I don't know that we get quite the same hit from the digital world, but that's probably changing. Um, but I held this thing in my hand and I was reading all the things that I could learn. And they touched on so many things that I loved and was already curious about and talking about. And I was like, Oh my God, I could, I could go to school for this. Like I could make a thing of this, you know, or, and even at the time, if I didn't know what I was going to make of it kind of thing, um, I would just felt so lucky that I would get to learn all of that, that I could spend some time just playing with something that sounded so interesting to me. And like I said, ultimately it was like a, 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 um, an energy source that came up from inside my body. I felt it literally like radiate in my heart. And then my brain was just like, yes. And that was sort of the little 
trickle up process for me. Mm, and I love that. Like you said about you had the same feeling when you met your husband. Like I can totally relate to that. You just, it's like your whole, everything lines up, your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. And it's kind of like, yes. So what, that's amazing. So you changed the whole trajectory of your life. Did you, did you say you moved your boyfriend to a different state or? (laughs) Yes. So at the time the, the program I did was in person. So now it's virtual, so you can do it anywhere, but Um, yeah, I was like, I want to be able to do this in person and go to the classes on the weekend. I could have flown back and forth, but I didn't. Um, and we just figured it out. We just figured out. And at the time I didn't know necessarily what I was going to do with this certification, with this program. It wasn't like, Oh, they teach you how to be a health coach. That's what I want to be. I didn't even know what a health coach was. Mm. Um, at the time I just knew I was obsessed with food. I had some body and diet image, you know, body image stuff and diet history going on, I was like, maybe this could be something that could help. So it definitely was personal for me as well. Um, and I just let myself go with it. And how I figured it out technically was we moved back and the organization that I was working for in Los Angeles or one that I'd had a relationship with, they needed some help in their New York's, their New York space. So, um, I got to work from home because they didn't have an office and my hours were definitely a little bit more flexible. And I went to school at the same time, but I definitely always held the vision. And this is something that I've always been really good at because I see a lot of things. I get a lot of visual downloads. I kind of have a screen over my left eye where I just like see some messages sometimes. So I've always been really good at figuring out how to put it all together. And I think a lot of that just stems from my, my confidence in it. I was like, well, this is happening. And then I start to see how it can come together and then it starts to come together. Right. And because it is, as you said, you know, connected to my purpose, connected to my passion. And I do believe that the universe helps us out a bit. Um, when all of that aligns. Mm, beautiful. And when did you know, like, when did you realize that you can make a career out of it? Talk me through that. Yeah. So the beautiful thing about the program I went to, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is one of the largest nutrition schools in the world, um, was that they took me through the training. I knew that's part of the reason why I chose it was because they said, well, we will teach you how to do this, how to have a business in this. And um, I was fortunate that I really realized like I had a business brain. You know, I was very good at following instructions. And even though you know, a lot of my peers really struggled with the emotional part of it. You know, I'm not good enough or this mm-hmm. workshop isn't good mm-hmm. enough. And I really took the materials and what they gave me and, and said, I'm just going to show up with it. You know, it's maybe it's not perfect, but I'm just going to show up. And then at the same time, which is why it's such an honor for me to get to coach so many coaches and coaches to be, is I got, I got my own coaches to deal with that. I'm not good enough, that imposter syndrome that ultimately their job was just to keep me in my flow. And that's what I do with a lot of my clients now. I have a coaching program called the Rockstar Coaching Collective. And it's for a lot of coaches are in it because I say the the heart of that program is just to keep you in your yes, to keep you in your yes, I can do it. Whatever that is Mm. to help you live there more often Mm. instead of the fear and the doubt. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for people listening, whatever it is you want to create in your life, it's so important to get yourself in an empowering community. You know, so if you're looking to be a health coach, it's great that you've got this community of people that are encouraging you and have your back and basically, like you said, keep them in the positive place. We can create anything in any moment. It's really about what we talk ourselves into or what we talk ourselves out of. 
right? So what do you need for that conversation to be something that allows you to move forward? And I like that you said finding com- communities, um, I'm not sure if you use the word empower, but finding communities that really do um, make you feel light and make you feel bright and make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of worlds that I've been a part of that I thought that they were that, but they actually weren't at the end of the day. They mm-hmm. made me compare or, um, again, feel mm-hmm. like I wasn't good enough. So find the places that challenge you, but also, I don't know, it could just be a, an energy, a vibration or something. It can be something super subtle, or maybe there's no explanation for it, but mm-hmm. find a place that feels real for you, not what you think you should be in or what should um, be supportive, but and at the end of the day, somehow it's just not. Mm. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I, I um, talk to my students about how the machine of existence can work positively or can work negatively. Like if you're going to feed it with, I can't do this, you know, all the stuff, I can't, I'm not good enough, da, 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 then it will just create that for you. Whereas if you're going to focus it on your vision, I love the fact that you said that you have a vision and you could see where your career and everything was coming together. And then you took action and steps towards that because I think that's so important for us to have a vision for our lives as well. I think that's a a thing a lot of people don't do, like they don't have a vision of where they're going and that's also a really empowering thing that can drive us. But yes, I would agree, get a community around you that is supportive and where you can totally be yourself. So... Talk me through the next stage. So you you basically took what they gave you and ran. How did you get your inspiration for your books? Where was this in your career? Yeah, so I've been really fortunate that my books, I always say they've, not that they wrote themselves, but because <laughs> anybody who's written a book knows that wouldn't that be nice if that's how it actually worked. But the ideas for them, the um, inspiration, the the what they wanted to be, came from so much coaching, came from my programs that I was running and also came from my gut. Like a lot of like, what wants to be shared here? What am I talking about with my clients that's lighting them up, that's making them feel better in their bodies and just taking that and putting it to the page and shaping it and seeing what the themes were and how they wanted to come together. Um, For me, everybody has very different book writing processes. My books end up looking completely different than my proposals do because I'm at one place when the proposal happens and then another place where, and I'm lucky that I work with a publisher based in the UK, actually, um, Kyle Books, who was purchased by Octopus Publishing, that they let me sort of, they trust me, right? They say, okay, we trust her. She's, you know, she knows what she's doing here. And the more I say, I trust myself, I trust myself, you know, and get it down and then see, okay, what's the what's, what's the common themes here, but really the inspiration mostly was coming from my programs, my teachings and my clients and seeing what was really good for them and what was really helpful and what was different than other people were saying, you know, what was the Robin way that I was teaching this. Mm, Wonderful. And so which was the, which was the first book with that go with your gut? So the first one was go with your gut. I always say that that's kind of the like gut health primer. And then the Trojan horse of that book is taking you down this road to clean up your gut so you can live from your gut. So addressing the physical issues you may be having with your digestive system, right? Getting you pooping, making sure you're going to the bathroom, um, having enough water, getting in foods that are supportive of your system, cleaning out the ones that aren't. And then when we can do that and our digestive system is working better for us, guess what? Your intuition is located in the same place. So we know that expression, you know, a gut hit, or I had a gut feeling about that. We're talking about your you know, your digestive system, it's just the emotional layer that's there. And so the book really brings you down that path and then ultimately teaches you 
that that's where your intuition is located too. And how can you tap into that as well now that you've um, made that communication, line of communication flow a little bit more easily between your belly and your brain? Love it. So you're basically cleaning up your, your, your gut your, and so there you can reconnect with your intuition and then I presume use that intuition for the food that you eat to like know what, what works for your body and what doesn't. Yep, exactly. To know, and really from food and beyond, I say to, you know, go through the process of tuning in for everything. You know, what do I want to wear today? What am I, what do I need tonight? I always come back to the question of, and this goes more into my second book, um, you know, what would feel supportive right now? And how you can ask that in everything. And yeah, you may have a day of meetings ahead of you that feels slammed, but you can still have those little pockets of what would feel supportive. You know, before coming to this podcast, I made sure that, you know, I had some bone broth near me because I was like, well, I'm a little bit hungry and it's not time to eat yet, you know, and I need something. So what would feel supportive? You know, what can you go into those meetings with? Take an extra second to make a cup of tea or go to the the restroom and you know, take a few deep breaths, you know, check in, mm-hmm. ask your body. And yes, it's around your food choices and it's, but it's really about everything. Self-care by the sounds of things. It's really making yourself a priority and looking after yourself and in any given moment, tuning in to see what it is your body needs. Exactly. And I love even taking the conversation out of, it's great that self-care is a buzzword, but it's, you know, Thinking about it like self care almost thinks of it almost makes you think of it like a wellness indulgence or a health. That's when you're being healthy. Self care is just your life. Like that's how you're ta- how you're showing up in for yourself and your life that day. Self care is the the baseline, and all the things you do get woven into the time in between the moments of self care. That's the stuff you add on. But the foundation is how am I supporting myself today? Yes, I think it's a, it's a it's a big conversation, and that could be as simple as drinking water. <laughs> mm, yeah, keeping hydrated, absolutely. Yeah, but I love the concept totally, and it doesn't need to, exactly. It doesn't need to be all spa stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, but I like the concept because I think it's no. I was just saying it doesn't have to be all day. <laughs> We're having a little delay. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead, you finish. No, I was just going to say I like the concept because it's. It's bringing it back to, into us, isn't it? It's kind of bringing everything back to us to check in with us. What do I need? Where am I at? Like you said, is it, I just need some water. But really taking that time to tune in, like because it, you know life is busy, and we and like if you're anything like me, I do have moments where I run around like, oh, we've got to get to this appointment, we've got to get to that appointment, and it's just taking that time to breathe and center yourself and come back to who you are and check in and work out what it is your body needs. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. So talk to me about thin from within, because you said that was kind of the extension of go with your gut. And when I think of like thin from within, I kind of think of, of your everything, mind, body connection. So is that the premise of the book? Could you tell me a bit more about the book? Yeah, so my second book, my most recent book, Thin From Within, in the UK, just for my UK friends on Amazon and in the bookstores, it's called Reset Your Gut. And it has a different cover, but it is the same book. So Reset Your Gut, depending where you're located, and Thin From Within are the same book. The insides are the same. It's just the uh, the, me- the measurements are different and the cover is different. Um, but it's interesting because for my second book, my publisher came to me and they're like, we want a weight loss book. 
And I was like, I'm not writing a weight loss book. I'm trying to change the whole conversation around how we view our bodies. And, you know, yes, I help women lose weight, but it's, it comes from a completely different place. It comes from a place of support and what our bodies naturally want to be or do and aligning the way we eat with how we know we want to be eating. So what I mean by that is if you're really struggling with eating too much food at a, at a sitting, um, your body's going to reflect that. And yes, it may be a physical number, but really what's keeping you up at night is knowing that you're overeating and that it doesn't feel good. And so how can I address those issues at a core level? And maybe you'll lose physical weight, but maybe you won't. And that's okay. So I really have this whole other way that I approach this weight, and I'm using air quotes, conversation. And then I realized, oh, that's a book. (laughs) You know, there is a different way that we can talk about weight and weight loss. And I really view it more as, actually, I'm just going to read you from the flap. I said, um, I start with the question, what's been weighing you down? A desire to lose weight is a sign that we want something to be different in our bodies, but even more so in our lives. If you've been on the weight loss train for years, you probably noticed that despite losing weight in the past, you didn't end up feeling or looking the way you had hoped. It's only when you consider your body as a whole that you will finally feel that lightness you've been searching for on the scale. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So it's a holistic approach, mind, body, and spirit involved in the book. Yes, exactly. And I really do dive into more about gut health and how it connects to our brain. And, you know, quite literally, if we take care of our guts, we, it releases serotonin. 90% of our serotonin, that's our, our happy hormone, our body's neurotransmitter gets released and you, you literally feel happier. And when you're feeling happier, most likely you're going to do stuff that supports you right? Supports your body. And that comes back to your food choices. That comes back to your life choices. So it's really all connected. And the book really helps you make that connection in a way that's very straightforward, but also very gentle. And then of course, um, all of my books are cookbooks as well and have really beautiful um, recipes that, you know, use lovely ingredients, but also are not very complicated either. It just gives you a nice inspiration for, okay, I can do this. Mm. And I'm intrigued because one of the things that I have witnessed by interviewing 110 people is that usually when we're doing the thing that we came for, like the passion, you know, we're, we're in flow and synchronicities are kind of flowing within our life. How did you get like connected to your pub- publisher? Did that, was that a kind of synchronistic event or I just, I mean, I was fascinated because people always experience, yeah, just these people turn up. <laughs> Yeah. No, I love that you asked that because I get so many questions and I really love sharing a lot of behind the scenes. So if anybody follows me on Instagram, follow me if you're not, uh, Robin Euclid, I really share a lot of day in the life because I like to see how, I like to share how I got these to these places and how um, things connect and what I do when they don't connect, right? Like sometimes you have an event or a deadline and like, it's not feeling good. So what do I, what do I do to, to find my way? Um, but my way to my publisher is interesting. So I was invited to a conference from a colleague of mine. I had no idea what it was. It was a big investment. I asked my intuition, am I supposed to go to this? I got a clear yes. Sometimes it's, there's no answer. Sometimes it's foggy. Sometimes it's super clear. This one was super clear. So I went and there was actually a competition for who had the best marketing video. And at the time I had created a spoof on the Robin Thicke blurred lines video that was going around. And I made like a funny, healthy version of it. It's like 
one of the most ridiculous things I've ever done. Um, it's on YouTube. You guys can, we can link into the show notes or something. It's just goofy. And it, it promoted a, a, yeah, a past program that I did that I'm no longer offering. It's, um, I have different programs now, but it was just a funny video and I submitted it and I won. You know, people are like, this is amazing. I was just having a really good time. And again, I had to create a vision for something I wanted to make and I made it happen. Um, and my, and a, there was a literary agent there that was like, I love the video. I love what you're about. Let's talk. And so we set up a call and she was the run, one that actually, you know, she was like, what are you working on with your clients? What are you saying to them? What are their successes? You know, what are you talking about again and again and again? And I just talked to her about all of it. And she was the one that put together, oh, you're teaching about gut health and intuition here. And there's such a wonderful connection. And at the time, no one was really sharing about it that specific way. And so she worked with me to shape the proposal. We went to different um, literary agents, I'm sorry, uh, publishers. And what was interesting was the publisher I chose was the only one that saw it as a full color cookbook with the coaching element woven throughout. I'd originally thought it was just going to be a straightforward coaching book with maybe some recipes at the end. And they were the ones that had the vision for it to be more in like the vein of like Gwyneth Paltrow or Ella, Deliciously Ella. And I was like, and again, here's my intuition. As soon as I heard them say that, I was like, oh, that's it. That's why this book has been feeling a little heavier, harder than it should feel because it didn't have that layer of fun, of creativity um, that I love connecting to so much. So that's why I went with the publisher. And then Um, they want, like I said, the first book was huge success and they wanted another one. So we'll see what's happening with the third too. (laughs) And I love the fact that you have this little check-in with your intuition. So is this like, is this, so, uh, talk us through it. So for my audience, because this is something they can do. I love it. So you, you have a choice and then you'll kind of consciously check in with your intuition to see what it says, like just literally like that. Yeah. So I'll, I have a, sometimes it, sometimes I'll just ask, sometimes I'll get a very clear vision. Sometimes I'll start hearing some messages or some words strung together. Um, sometimes I need to journal and just write, not around the question, but just get down wherever, whatever the flow is. And then I start to see something come out of that. Um, I am fortunate enough that I get to teach and talk. I'm a big talker. Uh, that's like my main communication way is just like I talk. Um, so a lot of things come out that way where I'm like, oh, well, that was a good idea. Or the, oh, clearly that means this. Um, and then another process that I do that anybody can do is I'll literally just take a hand and pull it on my belly, on my lower belly, and let that go. And I'll take a few deep breaths. And then I'll just ask, you know, what would feel supportive? Mm, what do it. I need? Fantastic. So if you're listening and you want to connect to your intuition more, that's definitely a top tip from Robin. <laughs> but before I let you go, Robin, we didn't get on to why you started to tell me about your mom and you didn't listen to your mom, but we didn't finish it off. So tell me what so she was saying. You need to go to college and basically be a lawyer. Well, she was basically saying that I should marry well. <laughs> that was advice to me as a young girl that I remember. So um, I certainly did end up married well in love and life and all the beautiful things, but that was absolutely not the trajectory that I ever listened to. And I just was like, what what do I have to share with the world? You know, what's, what's the next? And it wasn't even that it was like this bigger veiled vision of my life. It was more of what's the next right thing, you know, and what is my passion 
what passions are boiling up for me that's then connecting to these sparks of you know, reality happening around me, you know, and I think my mom definitely wanted me to marry well and, or become a lawyer or something like that. And, you know, I just said, that's not for me. And here I am running my own business, you know, especially even when I started doing this, it was great. I was an entrepreneur working for myself, like especially a woman 10 years ago doing that was like, what, what do you do? How do you make money? How do you pay the bills? I'm like, I got it. We don't need to have that conversation. I'm doing it. (laughs) And just to empower your listeners and viewers, like you can do it too. I'm no different than you. You know what I mean? I'm no different than you. And I had plenty of days in bed, doubting it all and crying and tons of launches that I've canceled or clients that said, no, you know, that it doesn't mean that just because you Um, get in the car when the passion light is on that, you know, you just ride off into the sunset. (laughs) And I think that's another misconception people have too. Mm -hmm. If they're like, oh, well now I'm following my passion. Everything's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. You know, I think your highs will be lower and your lows will probably be less low, but it's still life, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's designed with darkness and light. It's designed with the heavy and the, and the breeze. It's all part of it. And, but I will say when you are living in a place that feels, um, joyful. Mm. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that because I, I totally concur. Like when we're living this joyful, it feels an authentic place would be the thing I'd probably add to what you're saying, because I think it's so different. Like we are happier, we are healthier, you know, we literally connect more to life and that passion will get you through even if you have the ups and downs, but because you love what you're doing, you know, it, it, you can get up again and do it again, basically. Yeah, um, exactly. But Robin, thank you so much for coming on Kitty Talks and sharing your wisdom. So appreciate you sharing your story and really kind of going into detail because I know that listening to you will have empowered and inspired somebody in the audience to really go after their dreams because they can become reality. And we will have all of your details in the show notes. So anything we've talked about today, we will hook up in the show notes for you. But yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. I really had a, I love talking about all of this. So thanks for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> we will see you next week with another amazing guest. Bye-bye. What a great woman Robin is. I love how she has gone towards her passion and she basically has made a career out of the things that she loves. And she's very much been in the moment all the way through the journey and all the way through the process. And you can just tell by interviewing her that she truly, truly, deeply loves what she gets to do in the world. And that is available for everybody You know, if you're confused about what you came here to do, then come and join our Facebook community, Do Your Dharma. Come and do the Do Your Dharma course. We will get you clear. It is amazing the results my students are getting at the moment. Huge breakthroughs, huge synchronicities, just amazing. And that life is ready and available for you. You just have to decide you're ready to tune in. Thank you so much for listening to the Kitty Talks podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and I too hope you were inspired to take action towards your dream life. You know, all it takes is aligned daily action towards your dreams and they will come to fruition. They will be created. You are an energetic being and you're more powerful than you've ever been taught.
If you want some help and support, come and join us, doyourdharma.co.uk. Apply now. We're taking applications and we're going to help you, support you, creating the dream life. This is why you came.